What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, January 9th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the OK Beast, Blessing Eddie Oye Jr. Is that my new nickname? It might be. Do you like okay. it? How does it sound? I like it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It gives, a- it gives you know, reverence to the company mm. that you left and ruined. Yeah. And then, you know, Facts. where you're going forward. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Okay. It's like the, the former informer. Exactly, of. right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I dig it. All right, cool. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Now, here's the first thing we need to talk about, Mm -hmm. all right, is that, you know, first off, everybody, I know you're like, wait, you guys said Tim would host tomorrow, or Tim would be on tomorrow, right? Tim had to wake up all early today to talk about his little pocket monsters, and so he's Mm. all sleepy, sleepy (laughs) at home right now, laying in bed. So I came in to do it for him, because he's got, he's also, uh, the stream this afternoon. Our first kind of funny uh, 2020 stream is going to be Tim getting his first platinum in Spider-Man. Mm. Now, did Tim load Spider-Man onto any of the Playstations in the office? We'll find out. Now, is a, do we plan to get this platinum on this stream, that's or the, is this going to be a long process? No, no, no. Okay. This is the goal, is that today he's doing it. How close is he? I don't know. He's been he's been talking a right. lot of talk about this for a while, that he's going to do it. This is going to be his first platinum. But that mm. was literally when Spider-Man came out. So I hope he's chipped away at it in some way. But I've given him no guidance. I'm just going to be here to mock okay. him. You know what I mean? I'm interested to see how this goes. Second bullet point mm-hmm. is that I noticed something the other day. When you host Games Daily with me, mm-hmm. you just say, Blessing Eddie Oye. You don't use the junior. I, I don't. So why, why are we all using the junior? <sighs> and like, like in the community, you're called I, Blessing Junior, and your handle on Twitter is Blessing Junior. So in, in, Should I take it out of the lower third? Like, why? No, this is the big, kind of shit you big. tell us when you get hired no, so we don't fuck everything up. I have, like, I have to resize the font. I have an identity crisis because, in general, in real life, I don't really use the junior. I'm yeah. just blessing Adioye. But yeah. online, I use the junior because my dad is blessing Adioye. And he does have, like, he doesn't have a huge online presence, but he has enough of an online presence to where oh, I change all my social media to have the junior. Sure. Just so people, sure. when people are looking for me, they aren't just adding my dad. That's awesome. And so. What's his Twitter handle? Is it just blessing number one? <laughs> I have no idea what, what his Twitter <laughs> handle is. But if you look up blessing Adioye, I'm sure, I'm sure he'll come up. Okay. Uh, and same with Insta, same with facebook and so sure, like sure, sure. i try i try to have that differentiation so that he's not getting bogged down with okay. requests of people looking to, looking for video game information okay and then adding him and him being like i don't i don't know you're thinking people. of my son he's yeah talk to me please never yeah. talk to me or my son again yeah no ex- exactly All right, I, yeah. I understand why this is yeah this is a problem yeah, this it's is a, a tough nut to crack yeah yeah and so i guess hmm i guess let's you keep the junior you don't have to say anything right now yeah we're not trying to force you you're not oh, yeah, in no. your first week yet yeah just one of those things i noticed mm-hmm. you know a lot of the hosts out here tim nick they wouldn't notice if you were on fucking fire during the show. See, that's but my, when Greg's here, that's my dad know. right there, Kevin. Get the hell out! Your yeah. dad's a doctor. Doctor yeah, he, blessing Eddie. Yeah, he's a doctor. Well, right yeah, there, I think. Yeah, I mean, he like, looks so serious. I'd be terrified <laughs> of this man. Please don't have him come visit. Yeah. That's why I'm scared of people adding him because you know he might just go off on people. Yeah, totally. You know, he's Never got know. one follower and eight followers. Wait, are you? He's following one and then he's and got he's eight fo- followers. Is yeah. he following you? Uh, probably not. No, no, no. just Gary. It's just <laughs> Gary <laughs> growing. <Okay. laughs> that was, that's our, our old pastor. That's funny. Uh, do you know who Blessing uh, Eddie Oye 3 is? Nope. Okay. Nope. And here's the thing, right? You might be surprised by how many Blessing Eddie Oye's there are. Yeah. In Nigeria, so I'm Nigerian, um, and Eddie Oye is a popular name in it's Nigeria. Like Smith. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like Smith, actually. <laughs> Miller. Um, but also in Nigeria, uh, or in, I feel like in uh, quite a few African countries, like, Naming your children things like blessing or faith or hope or goodness, like those, those are kind of common things, right? That's sure. not that's not crazy. Where in here, like in America, I introduce myself as blessing. People are shocked. People are like, oh wow, that's like a different name. In Nigeria people will just be like, oh yeah, blessing, cool. Yeah. Um, and so that's why there's a lot a lot of blessing ideologies out there more than you probably would realize. Huh. Yeah. 
we learned something today. Fun fact. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I always call blessing the onion of kind of funny. You know what I mean? There's, <laughs> there's so many layers oh, yeah. left out. Gotta peel them you back. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, Barrett, he was a banana. We peeled him once. There it is. That's Barrett. <laughs> Why are you being mean to him? Because I got eye contact it's with him a, right now. It's a tough day for him. Okay? It is a tough day because did you know there's a new Batman tease from WB Montreal? Why? Are you know? excited for Pokemon expansion content? And did anyone else in this room know that it is our sixth hundredth episode this ladies and gentlemen is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about if you like that head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can give us your questions your comments your concerns everything under the video game sun on top of that you can get the show ad free you can get it with the exclusive daily post show and oh so much more remember january is our fundraising month if you head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny games give us a new pledge or increase your current pledge your name will be added to the brand new kind of funny studio wall when we move ah uh, there's a whole bunch of other perks there's things you're getting there's all these bonuses it's it's a lot right kev yep Thanks, Kev. Uh, if you don't have any bucks tossed our way, no big deal. You can be one of the people watching live on twitch.tv slash games right now. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash games, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Housekeeping for you. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack and Mohammed Mohammed. Remember, Tim Geddes woke up incredibly early at his house today to record a Pokemon Live React, so you can watch that on YouTube.com slash Games. And the Kind of Funny Games cast, Game of the Year, is live right now, recorded just yesterday, one of our 2020 announcements that we're going to make the Games cast more topical and more current, so you can go get that right now as well. Uh, and then today we're brought to you by Mint Mobile, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Ooh, understated kind of funny Kevin over there. Time for some news. Three items on the Roper Report. Uh, Baker's now, dozen. Greg, I noticed you're not using the paper anymore. Yeah. You're going straight laptop. Right. I like that. Is that, is new that a, me. New that, year, new me. New year? Okay. Yeah. It's not a laptop? A uh, printer issue? It was that the printer fights me all the time. Yeah. It was also that I run up. Like Today was a great example, everybody. I'm doing it. I'm I'm gathering all uh, three three stories in the Roper Report. Kevin was very much like, oh, only three, and then it's like the Pokemon ones three I don't know, to itself. That was the tone. I put I... three. It was a three unto itself. So it was that thing yeah, of it's more like two. I was gathering all the Pokemon news today, and I was like, oh man, I'm in a good I'm in good shape. And I looked at the clock, and I'm like, I am not in a good shape. It's already nine forty three. Like I'm late on this. And the the printer always seems to be the one thing that screws me up. Okay. And then also I'm wasting paper, which I'm not a big fan of. Mm. I also think with how well we're doing the Platinum tier this year with the three months of announcements. The bullshit of like, hey, you get my notes, <laughs> ain't gonna fly anymore. So what's the point of printing them out? Mm. You know what I mean? People would be pissed if I did that. Fair. Speaking of people being pissed, number one on the Roper Report, WB Montreal is teasing Batman once again. We're gonna read Steve Watts at GameSpot.com. Kevin, if you look there, I have a director highlight thing. You can bring that up. That's the logo we'll be talking about. WB Games Montreal has been hinting at what appears to be a new Batman game, and the studio has now dropped another new teaser. The latest comes in the form of multiple images that fit together to form a crest. The teasers, dropped across social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, can be put together into one image. Twitter user Martin Berlow, uh, compo- composited, I should say, them, into, them to show a crest similar to American government iconography, uh, with an eagle on top. The teasers uh, were accompanied by the slogan, Capture the Night. This is the same slogan as the last teaser, which also showed a series of crests morphing in rapid succession. This, new, this one is new, but no more, no more clear as to the meaning of it. 
Fans have long speculated that the next game will center around the Court of Owls, a shadowy Illuminati-like organization that brokers power in Gotham. The Eagle Crest would throw a wrench in that theory, but it's too early to tell without an official reveal. WB Montreal is the studio behind the spin-off prequel Batman Arkham Origins in 2013. That game received mixed reviews, including a 6 out of 10 from GameSpot, in part because it came so close to Rocksteady's game that it didn't stand out. Now, with a years-long gap since the last Arkham uh, game, Rock City's Arkham Knight in 2015, Montreal might have more opportunity to make it its own. <laughs> Blessing. Yes. What do you think? I don't is it like, finally happening? I mean, is it finally happening? I don't know, man. It'll probably happen at E3, is my guess. You, no way. No. Really? That's the last place it'll I'm sorry. Where ba- you- Barry Courtney, I didn't know. Are you a Batman fan? Do you have something to say on this? Oh, wow. Oh, this is news to me. I thought he just liked Recess. <laughs> I'm fucking done. <laughs> stop it. Unless you're going to fucking announce the game in the next couple weeks, stop it. Oh, he looks like Francis. I feel like I just got yelled at by my parents. Totally right. Oh, I'm he's not mad. He's disappointed. He's disappointed. disappointed. He's disappointed. Is, this, uh, is this mic up, Kev? Yeah. Why is there, why is there such, the, such a doubt that it will happen in E3? Because that's not what rocks like. That's not what WB. Batman games do, yeah. and WB does. Like WB shows up at E3 definitely, but Batman games don't really get announced at places. Like they'll show like first official gameplay at E3 or mm. something like that. Um, but for an an actual announcement, it's going to be a random day. Like that's that's just what it's going to be. Because if it wasn't at an event, they wouldn't be randomly be teasing this shit out. You know, how soon do you think it'll be then? Ah, fuck, I don't know. Because that's my thing is they started teasing it in September during my up and comers week, yep. right? And yep. now it's months later, and they tease again, but they tease with just another image. I know. You know, with I the know. same like, uh, was it Capture la Nuit? Capture the night. Yeah, capture yeah. the night. Um, I like how everybody, and I, and I, you mm. know what? I should probably call my wife on this one. But I ever like the way they were spelling night is like night, like it's daytime or nighttime. And yeah, everybody sure. jumped okay, to putting the K in front yeah, of it. I'm like, we're taking a translation jump there, aren't we? Mm, yeah, mm, I, 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 okay. I thought the same thing. Not that, I mean, we know what they're doing, obviously. But also, it's their own posts that do both English and... And they do it with a K in the English yeah, they version? Yeah, they, they do it with a K with, uh, in the English version, so... Um, as far like, I don't even want to talk about the fucking implications of, like, what, when we're getting a trailer and stuff. Uh, Kev, bring this back up. Um... I, d- I just want to talk about the the actual logo that we have. Guys, uh, it's ba- Batman's coming to smash. This thing's gonna move. <laughs> that's a good theory. That's a good theory, Kev. Uh, someone said this throws a wrench into the Court of Owls theory. It doesn't. They're, at they're all. very wrong about that. Um, this is a GCPD uh, badge, um, but the center is different. Uh, the symbol that Kevin pointed out that kind of that could be smashed uh, is very similar to the Order of St. Dumas logo that we've seen in Arkham City and Arkham Knight so it could be uh, something to do with that. Uh, usually we have talons like holding the, the sword or whatever uh, in the middle of um, the GCPD badge but I think it's interesting that we have a focus on talons and there's actually no bird in the middle uh, as we know the talon is the assassin that is uh, kind of working for the Court of Owls um, I think this actually feeds in a little bit to my theory of What's your theory? the core the court of vowels has kind of taken over gotham like in the original um in the original comic like they've been secretly behind everything um and so th- this is my theory is that like they've even infiltrated places like gcpd mm. uh we've seen like they posted this badge up in separate places the badge was broken uh i, I this might be teasing to like a theme or a kind of like a Show story beat or something that like once Whoever finds out that uh, the GCPD, like half of them are like Kevin, people who work uh, who work for the Court of Owls, 
um, it might break the, it might destroy the GCB. Totally like, right. Like, like it, yeah, they fractured and stuff it, like right. that. Yeah. So those are my thoughts and theories so far. And I like, I think I, there is a theme. I think between the two, and I, I think Batman. it is. It, Gotham. Yes, thank you. Uh, Video games. It is the Court of Owls infiltrate, like secretly being there, because the last one we saw was like a slight, of the slightly Court of Owls logo that turned into an obvious like uh, demon head yeah. logo. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to be a lot of like. Yo, they've been behind everything. Uh, so that's the thing. thing. Yeah, that's a very interesting take on it. You're saying, yeah. and I like it a lot, that mm-hmm. it's not going to be like so many people that like gang war or multiple things. or yeah, Maybe it would be, but it's mm-hmm. going to be revealed that the whole point is that the court is everywhere. Yep. That they're ev- in everything. Yep. Nice. At what point do we just nuke Gotham? Because I feel like this is like the fifth game in a, in a row where Gotham is taken over by the bad guys. You should read a little, a little a series called No Man's Land, where oh, the yeah. United States was like, you know what? Gotham, oh, really? you're not even part of us <laughs> anymore. Decide, okay. oh, Everybody dude, get out. Like we're blowing up the bridge. It's, it's basically so what Arkham good. City it's became. So, it's mm-hmm. weird, but it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are those are my thoughts as to when they'll fucking reveal this thing. I don't know. When do you? So yeah, no, your thoughts on when they'll reveal it. How do you think where is an imminent re- trailer a drop? Something happening? It, it, it's one of those weird things. Like we, the last tease we got was four months ago, and when I first saw this, my first thought was like, maybe they meant to plan this like image like a week later or something and then something happened and they couldn't go back on like the first image that they teased and stuff like that um so i i have no idea like i feel like we're gonna get at least two other or two or three other image teases before we get a like a reveal um as to it all depends i think on the next week yeah. If we get Agreed. something next Agreed. Thursday, like okay, now like if we're if getting the ball a weekly start, it thing, coming. Okay. Yeah, yeah. if we don't get anything, like even a tweet or anything in the next week, I say we're probably not going to get even another image for another fucking four months. Yeah, so, um, I saw the question that someone had to ask for the this this question. If you wanted to bring that up, Space Time Dave wrote in to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games, just like you can, where you get the show ad free along with an exclusive post show. It says WB Montreal continues to tease their game on Twitter. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Is it safe to assume that they that the next Batman game is going to be a next gen game? That may explain why they've been so quiet for so long. And if so, will it be revealed at the PlayStation Five launch event? Uh, they've been quiet for so long because they've been apparently work. They worked on two canceled games before. Whatever they're working on now, uh, the rest in peace, Superman. Yeah, rest in peace, Superman. Um, which I don't think was one of the real ones. <laughs> 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 um, as far as being revealed at the PS5 reveal event, I doubt it. Um, and then also, if it's guaranteed next gen, I don't. Again, I, I talked about my thing earlier, where like WB Montreal's original game Origins came out. Literally in the last month of before the PS4 came out, uh, and they never like ported that over to next gen consoles or anything. So like, are, do they want to do something similar again, where they put this out in the, like the last couple months before next gen hardware uh, to hold us over until Rocksteady's next game, like they did with Origins and Night? It, it's it's hard to say. Um, so I don't know. I would love. I don't. It's tough. It's a really really tough question because I see it from both perspectives. Uh, we're WB. We want to make as much money off this game as possible. So let's put it on the consoles that have more than everybody has. What 180 million mm. units shipped right now, let alone PC. Yeah. But then, of course, the ability to tap into more processing power, all this other stuff, make it look cool. I don't know if that's what people. That's uh, making a game look amazing on a new console is such a problem for first party people to worry about. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, it's awesome if WB was to come out and be like. 
it cuts so, so many different ways. I want to make as much money off this game, keep it last gen. Mm -hmm. I think that this game will stand out and set WB Montreal on a different pedestal if it's it takes all the oxygen of the launch lineup, right? Yep. Where the launch lineup and it is, gets people to, and if they're so confident, it gets people to rush to get consoles like Arkham totally. Knight did for me, where I got a PS4. For and that, and that's the other thing, right? Is the other side of it is that Arkham Knight, of course, was such an early release in the PlayStation and uh, Xbox oh, One, early, right? early. Well, it got delayed, right? But yeah, I mean, like you know, what I mean? yeah, it was supposed to be super early, right? It's that idea of like, yeah, what do you, which one do you want? And I feel like. Rocksteady is the proven bet of like, well, we'll let them worry about next gen. Let them get every bell yeah. and whistle and, you know, yeah. modicum out of See, that's kind of how I see it because if you look at when Batman Arkham Origins released, that was October 25th, 2013, which was less than a month. Yeah, November know, was when the, when the PS4 yeah. and yeah, Xbox One came out. Um, and so I wouldn't put it put it past them to put this out at the very end of the generation for that exa that exact reason of all these consoles already out in people's hands. That's, you know, 100, 100 and... Or, how many PS5? Or you PS4? said 106 million PlayStation yeah. 4 ships. Yeah. I, I was putting it. And then, at like, let's say 70, right? For yeah. Xbox, 80. Yeah. And so you have all those PCs out there. Like, yeah. Uh, the and then, one. you know, have, have mercy on that PSC port. Because I remember that was a big thing for Arkham Knight. Was yeah. that PC port? It was, was a big thing for Origins too. Awful. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. No. Again, PC the worst place to pay. Play. Yeah. yeah. Don't get me wrong. And the it, worst uh, place to pay. Six months, nine months, it'll be great over there. But it, yeah. guess what? It sucks otherwise. Enjoy yeah. Monster Hunter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you also imagine that uh, Rocksteady is working on their own game, yeah. and there's that Harry Potter game, right? And yeah. so, like, there, there are properties for WB to work with, right? And you, you imagine that they might not want to have everything that they're that they're working on on next gen, right? Yeah. You know, having. Uh, having a game like this, right, Batman, Court of Owls, or whatever it is, coming out at the end of this generation, taking advantage of all the consoles that are out right now, it's and then having money. that's going to print yeah, money. That's gonna yeah, be, that's going to be money, right? And then you have Rocksteady's, whatever Rocksteady's working on, out next gen. Uh, the Harry Potter game out. I think it's safe to whenever. say next gen as well because for it, Harry Potter it, or for yeah, because mm -hmm. it's such a known IP that like that'll that'll transcend like oh, even people who don't really play game like video games are going to want to like. Check the thing it is out that that leaked trailer. Like, it, like leaks yeah, like in engine footage. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> strike me as next gen, but at this point, like I don't. Really, I think it was just really early. Yeah, that's shit, the thing though. too. Is like yeah. I don't know how to really gauge that at this point. Yeah, at this point, yeah, I would think that that has got to be next gen, yeah. right? And even if that's just something that's going to get, hey, it was supposed to be this gen, but got pushed so much. Mm. Batman again, I think, is a WB bottom line for the fiscal year of like if we can get this out and mm. we can capitalize on this yeah. amount. Of I, I think. Not as far as like annou official announcements go, we'll get something this year. I'm confident. I'm confident in saying we'll get some sort of announcement this year in the next four months. Who knows? Is Monolith um, also owned by WB? Yes, that's the Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War studio, right? No. Or am I thinking of a different studio? I think you're thinking. No, of I think you're right. Is that Monolith? Monolith? Yeah, Monolith Software. Those games are good. I do. I freaking love Shadow of Mordor, uh, and I love Shadow of War. Even Shadow like, of War was fun, Shadow of yeah. War was doing a lot, but I I, I liked. Um, the, the, the good parts of that I, game. I never played it. I actually played uh, Shadow of Mortar so much, but never the story, so I didn't realize there was a whole nother map. <laughs> You're just doing really? all the side shit yeah. and just like huh. playing around and no, fighting guys? No, I was just running around killing like, mm. uh, orcs and, and just enjoying that. <laughs> it's fun. Monolith Productions, okay. subsidiary of uh, Warner Brothers Interactive. Okay. Right. So yeah, like I, I think it's safe to say they're making that Harry Potter game. You think Monolith is making the Harry Potter yeah. game? <sighs> yeah. Interesting. What other WB studio would be working on that? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know WB. They know how, fan. How cool would it be though having Batman game with the Nemesis system where you like? I mean, that's my people. theory, dude. How cool would it be? That's my theory. It's like the whole thing about the Court of Owls yeah. is that like you don't know who 
the people are uh, in this secret organization. So my theory is like one of the systems in this game is similar to similar to the Nemesis system, but also similar to the. Did you play Odyssey? AC Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah, the, like the whole like uh, organize, uh, Kronos organization oh, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's going to be similar, something similar to that, where you have to like find clues and like actually do detective work. That's full find. circle, yeah. though, right? What? Because the Nemesis system was designed to be for a Batman game. Was it really? Yes. That's what I. That's what I'd always heard. Yeah, yeah. that was the rumor. And I was going to huh. say that's either something that is something that is such an old rumor that I just forgotten that we, whatever, or yeah. I'm just breaking news and I don't mind because <laughs> all the people who probably worked on it are long gone, and then yeah. I've heard mm -hmm. that from enough people. Yeah, I, I remember hearing that like that's a couple really cool. of times from like. Um, I, I think can see it was, that working very well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I meant it for just the thugs. Like if mm. you know, yeah, totally. you're catching random thugs and it's like. He yeah. doesn't kill them, right? So yeah, they yeah, get yeah. arrested. And then, like, that thug and then they turns break into, like, out a bigger villain. Like I mean, that would still work with Court of Owls, right? Because yeah. I would think that there'd be multiple assassins, yeah. right? Not, mm. not, not your big one that's hunting you and, like, you know, playing Damien against everybody. But, like, Ooh. you had a bunch of little ones, uh, right? Uh, they uh, to be uh, but, all, but just, oh, like, a bunch of different talons and stuff like that because they've got, like, an army of those mm -hmm. fuckers. Mm -hmm. So you Wait. can... And you could name talents and like have different designs and totally. stuff, and you beat them up, and then they come back because their whole thing is that they come back to life even after you beat the shit out of them and apparently killed yep. them. And, See? and they uh, come back. Fuck. And, yeah, man. Fuck, right? Man. Oh. I want this game so bad. Interesting. Do it. This uh, game that we we're making up right now so bad. <laughs> That's how it always is, right? And then they never happen that way. Uh, while we're talking about WB, though, you asked what, how, who else do they own? According to Wikipedia, here's what I got for you, all right? Mm -hmm. Avalanche Software in they Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then it's Monolith Productions. Wait, which which Avalanche is that? Because there's two, right? I know. I thought I was it's afraid you were going to ask that. Yeah, because there's, the, there's the Just Cause one. Yeah. I think it's that And then one. this Avalanche made well, Just Cause is square. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this is the one that did, let's see, games developed by Avalanche Software are Rugrats in Paris, the movie. Wait, Ooh. really? Yeah. For N64? Car yeah, this is a bunch of... This, this Dude, I used to love that game. <laughs> Cars 3, Driven to Win, Disney Infinity, Disney Infinity, Disney Infinity, Cars 2, Toy Story 3. They were acquired from Disney. So they're uh, just the one that's just there. Oh, this is the other one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Y'all understand. I acquired and reopened <laughs> from the Walt Disney like Company crazy. on January 24th, 2017, after Disney Interactive closed it in May 2016. See, yeah, this is the different avalanche yeah. ideas that okay. I was thinking about that well, helped yeah. out with Mad Max. Yeah, Mad Max and yeah, yeah. Uh, Just Cause, and yeah, Rage this avalanche two. is awesome. Okay. Hey, uh, man, so, that other avalanche. Oh, wait, no. Is this the avalanche that did Rugrats in Paris? No. No, no. Okay, the, the, the other avalanche. WB, they, they, owned, they made Rugrats in Paris. They're for awesome. Them. I love them. Jesus. <laughs> Monolith Productions, uh, NetherRealm Studios, Portkey Games, which was founded in 2017, is the mm. primary manufacturer of titles within the Wizarding World gaming franchise. Rocksteady, TT Games, WB Boston, WB Montreal, WB New York, WB San Diego, WB Games San Francisco. So there you go. No we got here. options. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like the one here is more of a focus on the on all of the mobile stuff that they do. Like, I think WBSF does like helps port key games and stuff like that. While we're here too, Nanobiologist has a correction. Mo Monolith was inspired by the Arkham games, but the Nemesis system was developed especially for Mordor. Uh, Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor's Nemesis system was inspired by elements of the Batman franchise, but the core features of the framework were built on lessons hmm. learned from sports games and pen and paper role playing games. And he links to uh, a GameSpot article talking about that. That's so I misheard that or misremembered that. Nah, I mean, they have like cool the same system. like they have or the Batman cover, cover up. The, ba the combat yeah. system in Shadow of Mordor is. Pretty much the exact same I as mean, Batman. Most 3D action, hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat systems were but copied off of Batman. This, I mean, yeah, but this one, like as Shadow Mortar specifically, <clears throat> is very Batman in the way that you like you complete your executions and counter and all that stuff. But yeah, no, that all sounds dope. I'm I, I'm really happy that that Rugrats and Paris. We, we take it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love you. Fucking children. <laughs> Such a great hire. Children. Um, do we want to take any bets of what sure. month? 
of in the year 2020 will this See, game I'm, be announced? I'm sitting out on be this. Announced? Yeah. I already made a bet yesterday with Tim, and so I'm I'm gonna chill for no pizza for bet, a no, no, just price okay. shot bet. No, uh, a shot bet. Where you have to take a shot if you lose. Five Jesus. shots. We're doing shot bets. Five shots. Are you trying to kill me? No, not five. Bro, shots. I just got hired here. No, three shots. One shot. Why are you such a coward? The internet Don't listen won't, to him. Won't like this. I'm gonna say June. Two and so you're saying full on E3? Actually, no way. No way. Well, no. Actually, It'll be it before be, E3. It can be June and not be E3 though. No, now. But now I'm thinking about it, the pace at which they're putting out these teasers. I'm I'm not gonna say June. I'm actually gonna say hmm hmm hmm. hmm. I, I think it's far out. And so I'm going to say you think August. it's far out? Yeah. Like, so when it comes out? Yeah. Like, far out is in, like, like I mean. It's far out. I think the far out, man. <laughs> I think the reveal is far out. Okay. Like, I think the game could come this fall. But I think it might be a thing of, like, they reveal it and then immediately put it out, like, a few months later. What are you thinking about? So I'm, I'm going to say August. Okay. Okay. It's For as usual. Shots. Huh? For three shots. I'm one shot. <laughs> one shot. <laughs> one shot on Games Daily. On Games yeah. Daily? Okay. I can do that. The problem is, it's this tease. And it's how weird the last tease was. Yeah. Because the last tease being with around a Batman Day, oh, okay, that makes 100% sense. It's mm-hmm. coming. To, and I remember I was at Game Awards, like, too far out. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Game Awards comes and goes, nothing. This one, on a random Thursday. I know. Nothing's and, happening. And, like, it's you pretty quickly unify the symbol. You understand what's going on. If this hadn't happened, and we're like, what's going to happen? You know, what I would be like... And I'm cheating because I'm looking up when how Arkham Origins got revealed, right? Yeah. Got announced with a Game Informer cover in April, and then and got dated for October. Like that sounds that makes sense, but then mm. why randomly January the first week back of work in January drop this on a Thursday? Mm. My hope is that tomorrow, maybe even later today, something else gets dropped on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, and we start. Don't play with my. I'm not trying to play. No, I know. I know you're logically like trying to think and like you're hopeful. What is the next Game Informer cover? Has that been announced? Can you call him? Ooh. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I don't know. Why are you guys laughing? No, Greg. No, don't do it. Okay. Okay. No, come on. I mean, I was going to call Andy McNamara. I wasn't okay. going to call, like, mm. WB. <laughs> hold on. We'll text Andy. All right. Okay. Okay. Hold on. So hold on. Hold on. Because if they haven't revealed it yet, See, I don't want to put him on, like, the spot live. Of, like, the, uh, the, thing I'm, the thing I'm relying on for my prediction is that they're just not doing a good job, <laughs> job of this reveal. Oh, yeah. The, the fucking marketing so far is just to an awful start. Because I feel like, you know, to what Greg is saying, right, the way they're the way they are kind of, uh, I guess, ramping this up, it would make sense for them to do something tomorrow or do something yeah, yeah. very soon. Um, in my in my head, they're not they're just not doing a great job. Let, let me roll that back. I game. think the actual marketing itself, like the images and the way, like the te- like the actual teasers themselves, are really cool. But then it, 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 it always begs the question of like, why four months ago? Why today? Mm-hmm. What's going on? And the the Batman Day thing, I guess, makes sense for four months ago. But even that, I'm but like, even they post like a teaser after that teaser. Like they didn't even tweet on Batman Day. It was the day after Batman Day, mm-hmm. and it was fucking lame. The thing, this, <laughs> the, the, the thing that this reminds me of a little bit is when the Cyberpunk Twitter account just tweeted, yeah, like, the beep. dot dot dot, yeah, and the beep or whatever. Which for me, I think Cyberpunk can get away with that because it's Cyberpunk and it's CD Projekt Red, and yeah. they're huge, mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. are like, people will be on the edge of their seats for literally anything, and they could do that and then come back literally like a year later and and reveal the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like. Uh, WWE Montreal might be looking at that and be like, oh, yeah, we could do the same thing. Nope. But not really. Not after not we've Cyber been Punk. waiting since 2015, you motherfuckers. <laughs> all right. My, t- my text is out to Andy McNamara, okay. of course, editor-in-chief of. All yeah, right. The next Game Informer cover has been revealed. Okay. It's Magic Legends. So it's mm-hmm. not, I don't mm-hmm. think, that imminent. Yeah. Well, I'm not, and I'm not saying that 
Correct. hundred percent as you've seen me <clears throat> compose they, this live. Could, I'm not saying it's it. Game Informer. <clears throat> yeah, because they could do something outside of Game Informer. Sure, hundred percent, hundred percent. Interesting. Hmm. So bets. I'm saying March. You think it'll get revealed in March? Yep. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like, I like <laughs> it. It just seems so early to tease this and have it be April. Because I'm just totally what worked last time. So early to tease it and have Wait, it be fucking game. When is GDC this year? Oh, GDC feels like a weird event for them to review. Like but I, that's where I saw Arkham Knight for the first time. I mean, G, WB uh, historically, and I don't, and I think last year might Rock actually City? be the exception. Yeah, it was Rock City. It doesn't fucking matter. Oh. No. WB still fucking published the game. Oh, WB. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking you, you meant Montreal. All right, it's March 16th. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. What then. is today's date? So here's what it's going to be. January 9th. 9th. The next Game Informer cover will be Batman. And then the we'll be able to see it at Game, Game GDC in March. Interesting. So it'll be next month, I guess, they would reveal... Yeah, if we already know Magic is the cover now for Game Informer, the next cover would be Batman. And then I think March we'd actually get to see a hands-off demo at GDC behind closed doors. And then I think it'll come out in October. Even what? though that's way too close to next gen. Even mm. though that's what they did last time around. Yeah. Yep. I'd, exactly I'd give it more... Is. I'd say September. Give it more time to breathe. So I think it'll be officially revealed in February. Okay. I think uh, it'll release in September. Somebody write all this down. Okay. Kenny Blue, you probably are. Nanobiologist, mm, probably. Are. I say October. For a release? For a release. When is it getting announced? <coughs> March. The two people are taking shots, right? Yeah, no, the three of us are involved now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you want to take a shot, get involved. Oh, yeah, Just I'll to take, take one a shot. for each of you. Well, I'm saying toss out a, toss out <laughs> a bet. Kevin just uh, wants uh, to drink. Uh, make an educated guess as to what you think it's going to be. Oh, I have no idea. Okay. I, I'm furious. <laughs> That it's been like teased at this long. Yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah, that, that was the funny thing of uh, in the back room before the show. Greg was like, Yeah, you know, a joke has gone on too far from WB Montreal when Kevin is on Barrett's side and like <laughs> trying to protect him. No, hold on. Hold on. Game, inf- game Informer. Thank you for the support, Kev. Former Magic. <laughs> magic cover. Mm-hmm. Now, see, okay. Yeah, yeah, this is one day ago this got revealed. Mm. On January eighth or January eighth, because you're wrong. Was trying to make it and sound this like, is, and this is the cover for February, right? Or is it March? Because you know how magazines are—they're weird. Yeah, they're fucking weird. So sad. How slow mm. they are. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Got him, Kev. For thirty minutes. I was gonna say this could be a long episode because <laughs> there's a lot of Pokemon stuff. All right, let's get moving. Yeah, We've yeah, made yeah. our bets. We've done our things. <clears throat> Thank you for humoring me. Nanobiologist has noted everything. Thank you as always. Uh, number two on the Roper Report. A whole bunch of Pokemon stuff. So, 2A, guess what? Expansion Pass DLC is coming to Pokemon Sword and Shear Shield. This is Joe Scrubbles, a made-up name at IGN.com. Pokemon Sword and Shield is getting a $29.99 expansion pass uh, this year, featuring two new adventures, and it'll bring back more than 200 of the game's Pokemon missing from the new Galarian Pokedex. Uh, the Isle of Armor expansion will be available by the end of June, while the Crown Tundra will arrive in the fall. You can pre-purchase the pass today, which will earn you codes for Pikachu and Eevee uniforms to use in-game. The new expansions include entire new areas accessible as soon as you reach the game's wild area, and will introduce brand new Pokemon, parentheses, with some exclusives depending on your version of the game. New Galarian regional forms and new legendaries. Both will come with their own Pokedex, new characters, new outfits, and include Pokemon dens and new brand new, oh, sorry, max raid battles. Players without the expansion pass can be invited to these max raids by those who do. 
It also looks as though the blue and red starters will get Gigantamax forms, while the legendary birds, here we go, Articuno, yep. Zapdos, uh, Zapdos yep. and Moltres, Moltres. Moltres will get Galarian forms. Isle of Armor is a giant island full of environments not seen in Galar before and includes a dojo where players can learn to Gigantamax the final evolutions of their starter Pokemon. You'll also be able to play, I'm sorry, also be able to learn entirely new moves and earn new items. One new Pokemon available on the Isle is the legendary Kubfu. Cub 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 like Kung Fu, but, but Kubfu because it's a cub. You fucking loser. It's the worst. <laughs> uh, it's a fighting funny. type that evolves into... Urshifu, Urshifu, yep. which can come in fighting dark or fighting water forms. It's not currently clear how those forms are chosen. The Crown Tundra is a freezing, mountainous area where players can explore the full depth of Pokemon dens familiar from Max Raid battles. These dens will include encounters with legendary Pokemon from previous games in the series. The Tundra will introduce Cal Calyrex, right? I, I don't know. Calyrex, a yeah. new legendary Pokemon who is a psychic and grass type. Players can also get a sneak peek at the expansion pass today by heading to Wedgehurst Station and meeting a new trainer, Clara, in Sword, and Avery in Shield. Meeting these trainers marks the start of the expansion pass story and allows players to catch uh, Galarian Slowpoke. In what will be welcome news to longtime fans, the new areas will add more than 200 Pokemon from past games, who controversially weren't included in the original Sword and Shield release. Parentheses, although there are bound to be new discussions about whether these were intentionally held back or added after fan uproar. Updates will allow players who didn't buy the expansion pass to obtain those Pokemon through other means, such as Pokemon Home or trading. Jeez, blessing. Thank God you're here. Did you, did you catch the direct... Did you watch I it? watched Tim's reaction to it this morning while I was brushing my teeth. And okay, ready. Uh, I think all this stuff sounds great. Yeah, right. Like I, so I've missed out on the the DS and 3DS Pokemon games. I played the first three gens, and so I can only speak to my experience with those games when I'm talking about how uh, what my reaction to uh, these expansion passes are. Yeah. Uh, but usually, for Pokemon, uh, there will be two games like we see: Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Right. Yeah. For Pokemon, let's say Pokemon. Blue and uh, blue and red, right? They had a third Pokemon game, Pokemon Yellow, and that included some of the some more like extra content, right? You can yeah. have Pikachu follow you, and you can have some extra story stuff, right? Uh, with Pokemon uh, uh, Ruby Sapphire, there's Pokemon Emerald, right, which is the third version, which has like all the extra stuff, right? The, and I believe for Pokemon Sun and Moon, you have Pokemon Ultra Sun, Pokemon Ultra Moon. Yeah, I remember I said Tim to or talk was talking about Ultra, so I know yeah. that that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, which I think those are that's the. I, I'm not positive, uh, kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, but I believe those are the versions of the game that include extra content. I don't know if, that's, if those are necessarily sequels or not, but um, this seems like a new way of doing that, right? Instead of doing a third game, I imagine, if they do a third game, we'll see what the action will be to that if they do that on top of this, but uh, instead of doing a third game and instead of doing uh, uh, new versions of Sword and Shield, they're doing the expansion content. And the expansion content looks awesome, right? $30, which I think is a good price for how much you're getting uh, with the, um, what's the name of each of them? Armor the, and uh, yeah, the, I, the Tundra. I, the, yeah, the Tundra. The Crown, of, the crown Tundra. Yeah. 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 I, I, for all the stuff they showed in there. The, the Isle of Armor. The Isle of Armor, yes. The 200 Pokemon, <laughs> the um, Galarian versions of Zapdos, Articuno, and Moltres, uh, the new story stuff. All of it looks awesome. In fact, like a lot of it looks for me, looks better than the stuff that was in Pokemon Sword and Shield, right? Like, the story stuff, the world stuff in Sword and Shield didn't necessarily vibe with me. I was, yeah. I was, I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was, like, bad by any means, but I, 
I'm one of the people I'm I'm kind of with Tim on this where I going into Sword and Shield I kind of wanted more from uh more for what we got. Like I, I I think what they had there was fine and it's definitely like probably like technically like the best Pokemon game we've gotten, but I still kind of wanted more out of it as sure. far as world and as far as story and as far as uh you know new types of way for me to interact uh as for me, as somebody who's like not hardcore into catching them all, I don't really care about catching every single Pokemon. Um, I'm just a dude who who's jumping back into Pokemon and wanting to uh, catch uh, some. Yeah, catch some, enjoy the story, and like enjoy enjoy what's there without necessarily like being uh, diehard about catching the shinies and all this sure, stuff, right? Sure. Um, not being a gold farm about it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this expansion, these expansions look like they're going to add a, add more of that stuff. I think like. The Cub Fu stuff seems awesome. Uh, the evolutions for Cub Fu uh, seem awesome. With the evolution, I forget, I forget whether they added they they introduced a couple of legendary Pokemon. Cub Fu, Cub Fu being being one of them, and then I think there's another one for the Frozen Tundra. Um, and you know, I think they're both the evolutions for both Cub Fu and the Frozen Tundra one have variations. It seems like there's a lot of information here, but either way, all that stuff looks cool. Um, oh, it's Urshifu is the as the evolution for Cubfu who can evolve, who can go fighting type, dark fighting type, dark type, or, or fighting, fighting type water, water. water. Well, that no, stuff sounds cool. This nor nerd shit, maybe. yeah. You know what I mean? all, like all the details here sound pretty cool and sound pretty appealing to me in a way that I like. Um, I think this is, I think this is gonna go over well for the most part um, with, and I, with me at least people who are like me playing Pokemon. I know like the wider Pokemon audience probably still wants like a complete decks or whatever that may be yeah um but i think f- for what we have and for what they're showing this all looks like good news eric koval writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can it says do you think the fact that the pokemon expansions are all based on the wild area is a sign that this is the type of gameplay pokemon games of the future will focus on thanks and congrats blessing resub to patreon to support the awesomeness you guys are hey. making daily at kf uh, I mean, are they based on the wild area? I didn't really get that impression. I got yeah, it seems like there's more story to it. Again, I'm yeah. totally on the outside, and didn't, I was watching Tim's reactions more than I was watching the actual uh, conference itself. Yeah, the impression I got is there will be some wild area stuff. Like, you will see, um, you will have, like, the dens to go catch, like, certain Pokemon in. I think that's how you catch, that's how you, uh, see, I'm not too familiar with what you do in the wild area, because I kind of stayed away from it, because I wasn't the really The new expansions the include area. entire new areas, accessible yeah. as soon as you reach the game's wild area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't even think, yeah, it doesn't, it sounds like you're getting new cities, right? Yeah, like, Again, it, didn't it, watch that. Yeah, or at least, like, new areas, like, I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know if they're new cities, per se, but they are, like, new areas, right, that are on the map that aren't necessarily part of the wild area, but there also will be new wild area content. And so, like, for as far as what they're presenting, it seems like they're giving more of everything, really, like, more Pokemon, more story stuff, uh, more areas that aren't in the wild area and more yeah. stuff to do in the wild area i'm gonna verify with one tim Geddes. yes who's got to be up by now right no way no no i bet money he's still sleeping what a coward you know what i mean we'll come to work shortly. we'll see there's things going on today also we can remind him to you know uh, download spider-man if he hasn't oh yeah or ask him if he needs to i feel like he should be anticipating this call there's no way he's he tim though you know what i mean downloaded it. Uh, this guy needs to sleep literally 20 hours mm. a day is he there hello hey tim it's greg how are you Good. Were you sleeping? You're on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Yes, I was. Damn, man. T- Kevin was right. Kevin knows you so well. Um, hey, with this, with the, uh, with your old uh, Pokemon friends there that's going on, uh, Eric had a question. Do you think the fact that the Pokemon expansions are all based on the wild area is a sign that this is the type of gameplay Pokemon games of the future will focus on? Are these all based on the wild area? We didn't get that reading the story. 
I don't think so. Okay. I think that that's all that they're really showing it, but I think that there's going to be more. Okay, cool. Because, yeah, Blessing, I think his exact words was he was juiced for this. He seemed to, he seemed to like what exactly he heard. Exactly what I said. Exactly. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll go back to bed. You did your work today. Oh, wait, do we need to download right. Spider-Man here, or are you bringing in your PS4? I'm bringing my PS4. All right, cool. I'll see you soon, buddy, all right? Sweet dreams. Bye. If you want to leave the phone on, I can sing you to sleep. No. no okay. Good night, Tim Tam. We- I hung up. Oh. I was making that up. That's an original song, all right? That was great. A lot of people would have twinkle twinkled it. I was like, fucking, I'll give you a jam right now. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I, I like it. Tell you what, one day Jen and I are going to have kids, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing that terrifies me is when the, you ever see this with, Daddy, tell me a story. Yeah. Because like, none of my stories are ever kid, kid friendly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can't tell a Grabbler Stogie tale here. I mean, you can. Yeah, you can. Your kids are just going to grow up with different stories. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're going to go to the babysitter come and be like, tell us about the Grabbler. What the hell are you talking me? about? Yeah. Uh, number B on number two. Uh, more Pokemon news. Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX has been announced. This is Steve Petit over at GameSpot. While the game... Well, I'm so... Jesus, man. I'm making up words there. While the biggest news coming out of the Pokemon Direct was the Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion pass, Game Freak had an exciting surprise in store for fans of the Mystery Dungeon Dungeon spin-off series. Nintendo Switch owners will be able to pick up Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX for Nintendo Switch on March 6th, and you can lock in your pre-order right now. Rescue Team DX is a remake of the original pair of Mystery Dungeon games, Red Rescue Team and Blue Rescue Team. Both of those games released back in 2006, with Red Rescue Team appearing on Game Boy Advance and Blue Rescue Team gracing the Nintendo DS. The remake merges the two very similar games into one. For those unfamiliar with the Mystery Dungeon series, the Rescue Team games follow a human who wakes with amnesia to discover they've transformed into a Pokemon. <laughs> okay, so it's just oh, Detective it's Pikachu. How much? But the other other perspective. Oh well, yeah, we just spoiled Detective Pikachu, but you should have seen it by now. Right? Right? Uh, in a world filled with chaos, Pokemon has joined forces to create Rescue Teams. Throughout the adventure, you and your team compete complete sorry jobs in a series of randomized dungeons. Mm-hmm. Rescue Team has a more stripped down version of team based combat than the mainline games. IGN reports too. Uh, a demo will be available later today at 7 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern time, 9 p.m. UK time. Time, sorry. And save data will be transferred to the full game. I was going to ask before they explained it if you were going, if you knew what uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon was, or if you could guess what it was. But it seems like they they just explained so it to they, me. For right? the most part, they just yeah, because I would not have been able to <laughs> yeah. guess that. That's not what I would have. Yeah, guessed. it's like a dungeon crawler roguelike. Pretty. And much. I hate to be Joey Noel about it, but fucking put out a Pokemon Snap. Come on, you've gone this See, far. Po- it's one of those things where there are so many different spin-offs of Pokemon, and I, f- I feel like all of them mean something specific to everybody to where if they announced Pokemon Snap, it that would have appealed to the same amount of people that po- Pokemon Mystery Dungeon would have appealed to. Sure. Same with Pokemon uh, Puzzle League. That would have appealed to me specifically. Yeah. And like Pokemon Pinball. Like There's so many different Pokemon games. So that just do it, though. You they're know? just like... I, I I really think the way they look at it is, you know, they're like, okay, we have an off year p- for Pokemon. We need to pick a game. All right, let's let's put the, I'll put all the names of all the different Pokemon games in a jar. Shake sure, it up, shake it up, yeah, pick one, and that's just, that's how they do it. You know, the, the Red Rescue Team and Blue Rescue Team came out in two thousand six, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking Pokemon Snap was on N sixty four. True. Throw me a bone here. Right? True. I was in high school. True. Michael Bryan's basement. Give us a real one. Come on. I mean, we could get a second Pokemon spinoff game. You know, we better one for spring, one for fall. Uh, Mitchell George writes in. To patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, Is it unreasonable for the Pokemon company to price a 15 year old remake of a DS slash GBA game at full MSRP? Between this, Let's Go and Link's Awakening, my wallet is confused. Thanks for all you do. 
Did we? I don't think. Did we get a price for this? Uh, according to the GameSpot story, I don't have a price for it. I, I can look around while you give yeah, me. Yeah, look around on it, because I, d- I didn't see a price. I don't think I saw a price in the direct either. But uh, I think all this sounds really cool. I was never. Well, if really... you can pre-order today, actually, there must be a price. Oh yeah, there has to be a price. Um, the this all looks really cool to me. Uh, I I wasn't um, I never played Mystery Dungeon really. Like I'm aware of what it is and I've seen gameplay of it. Um, and I'm I'm glad they're essentially remaking uh the uh, red and blue games. Like they. They're good. People are going to be happy about this. Like the people that are mystery dungeon people are going to be happy about this. Is this going to be for every Pokemon fan? Nah, but the, <laughs> nah. Yeah, the the this is essentially this is essentially a holdover, right? Like they want they want the Pokemon brand and the Pokemon games to stay active. They want they want uh, uh the Pokemon brand to like stick in people's minds, and this is a way for them to do that is to put out these spinoff games. And so so far, I've read three different articles. None of them are citing a price for it. So I wonder, but. I think it goes back to, and again, not having played the originals, I have no real thing for it. How much work was put into it? It's easy to make, to write off a remake or whatever. But mm-hmm. if it's, first off, it's combining two games into one, which is good. And so you don't have to buy two different ones. But then it's the, also the idea if it looks good, runs good. Yeah. It is what I, it needs to be. And also I, the market will decide what it's worth. Yeah, the market I would will decide. Play, I'll pay fucking 60 bucks for a Pokemon Snap right now. And it's like what you're talking yeah. about. If there's an audience that like wants that kind of game. I will say $60 for what they showed. Mm-hmm. Like what they showed so far doesn't seem that expansive. Like it, it, it seems like a small experience. It seems like uh, it doesn't even seem that different from the original games. So I could see sixty dollars feeling like a lot. But if it is, if it, if it is like Link's Awakening, where you know it feels ground up, like a, like a, uh, like a new thing and like a quality thing, then you know if they want to put it out for sixty dollars, I'm not going to complain too much. I'm just not going to. I'm also not the market for this game, and so I'm not going to buy it anyway. Um, Borzin's up zero zero and you're wrong. Sends, says get it from the horse's mouth and sends it straight to Nintendo's site where it is listed. I guess I'm still trying to find the mm-hmm. thing on the page here because oh, there it is. Nope, that's just it. Nope. Uh, apparently it's sixty bucks. Everybody. Interesting. Well, well, I have twelve notifications on my Nintendo site. What's going on over here? I'm curious. I'm curi- oh, there it is. Yeah, sixty bucks. Sixty dollars confirmed. Interesting. I'm curious. Guess to what see though? You're all Pokemaniacs. You'll fucking buy it. Huh. I'm cu- I'm 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 curious because. It didn't strike me as a sixty dollars game from the trailer. I will say that, but I'm not. I'm not gonna get mad at it because I'm not really the market for it. Yeah, you know, if the people who are in the market for this game get mad at it, I'm not, I'm not gonna get mad at them. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, Katie writes into kindoffunny.com/slash you're wrong and says they did say in the Pokemon Direct the expansions would be based around new wild areas. I'm pretty sure they said one was bigger than the wild area in the main games. Uh, she has a screen rant thing and quotes from it. Uh, there are two DLC packs known as the Isle of Armor and the Crown of Tundra, both of which add ex- expansive new areas to the Galar region that are composed of, a ma- of massive wild areas. Both of the DLC packs will add over 200 pieces of clothing, hairstyles, over 200 Pokemon from the older games are returning, and they both consist of, one- of huge open maps in the manner of the wild area from the Galar region. Hmm. So there you go. Tim was wrong as always. You know what I mean? If I was watching a Patapon Direct, I'd be able to tell you all about it. But alas, I've been left in the cold forever on that one. Moving on. Uh, one more final Pokemon news for you. 47 minutes into the rope report. Uh, Pokemon Home has a release window. This is Kevin at GameSpot. Pokemon Home finally has a release window. Uh, during today's Pokemon Direct presentation, Nintendo and the Pokemon Company revealed that the new cloud storage service will launch sometime in February 2020. 
Pokemon Home was first announced last June, although few details are shared at this time. Uh, the Pokemon Bank-like service will be released for Switch and smartphones that allows you to store monsters you've captured in Pokemon Go, Pokemon Let's Go, and Pokemon Sword and Shield to the cloud. You can also transfer Pokemon from from Bank on 3DS to Home and then import them into Sword and Shield, provided that the Pokemon appear in the Galar Pokedex. That includes the old returning Pokemon who are being added to the game as part of the upcoming expansion pass. They just need to be in the Isle of Armor or Crown Tundra Pokedexes. Awesome. Hooray. Everyone yeah. can stop bitching about this now, right? Kind yeah. of. Uh, that's going to be awesome for people who want to use that, for people who, who, especially for people who play like a lot of Pokemon Go, all right, right. I, I think you know being able to import your Pokemon and have this Pokemon Bank-like experience is gonna uh, prove to be pretty awesome. So it's all good news. It is good news. Yeah. Number three on the rope report. Rounding out the final story. Uh, there's a new. Sony Interactive Entertainment head of global business operations. The official release reads, Sony Interactive Entertainment, the company responsible for the PlayStation brand and family of products, has today announced Veronica Rogers will oversee global business operations in her role as senior vice president, business operations effective immediately. She will report to president and CEO Jim Ryan and will lead Sony Interactive Entertainment's go-to marketing organization globally. Rogers will help drive business growth, lead strategic initiatives, and evolve the culture of SIE's business operations from the previously regionalized structure into a single global system. Rogers will be responsible for global alignment in sales operations, both physical and digital, as well as lead PlayStation subscription services. She has nearly 20 years of experience leading business development, strategic planning, and sales operations at large global organizations, including Microsoft and Dell Technologies. Greg, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I'm not in the nitty gritty, right, uh, of the you know the the structure, of course, the power structure sure. of PlayStation and Sony. Yeah. I know I, I know I'm on PS, I love XOXO. Yeah, so I'm probably gonna. You're learn. gonna get it. Yeah, You're I'm gonna, gonna get it. I'm gonna You're get, gonna get, get it. I'm gonna quick. learn about this. Yeah. Um, what does this mean? It's twofold. Mm-hmm. And I agree that it's normally not that much of a Roper Report news story, right? Mm-hmm. It is just hey, this is happening. What's interesting about it is, as always, PlayStation continues to try to become one. Right. She's talking about or they're talking about in her role. Right. Uh, Rogers will help drive business growth and evolve the culture of SIE's business operations from its previously regionalized structure to a single global system. That was a big Mm -hmm. deal when they moved the official HQ of of PlayStation right to uh, San Mateo when they moved it down there to Foster City. Mm -hmm. Uh, People actually literally argue over what city it's in. Um, Here to California. Right. Rather than Japan. Of course, there was uh, news. uh, What? In the last six months of the layoffs that happened in uh, Sony's marketing department in Europe, right? Mm-hmm. And it was the idea of like, well, those we're trying to get this down to be one global initiative. That's the big bullet point. Okay. The second one is simple. Kevin, can I please have the one? Hi, Veronica Rogers. My name's Greg Miller, and I'd like to inform you that it's been 761 days since anyone's seen Patapon 2 on the PlayStation 4. Before you joined the company known as PlayStation, they used to do a fan event called PSX. That was the PlayStation experience. And in 2017, Patapon 2 was there. We all played it. We all enjoyed it. And we said, man, can't wait to play this in 2018. But alas, Veronica, 2018 and 2019 have come and gone with no word from Patapon 2. Now, I know what you're saying. You read the dirt sheets. You're watching PS I Love You. You know what's happening. Patapon 2 on PlayStation 4, of course, it came out, the news of it leaked, right? There were some images they've put up in the back end of the PS Store. This and a Final Fantasy VII remake demo. I urge you, Veronica, don't give a shit about the Final Fantasy VII demo. Patapon 2 on PlayStation 4 exists somewhere at PlayStation. And I'm asking you 
to do what Herman Hulse couldn't do, what Sean Layden couldn't do, what Shuhei Yoshido couldn't do, what Corey Barlog openly refuses to do, and that's rattle some cages. Get in there. I assume you're on a Windows platform. Go into the root folders. Go to the C thing, you know, the C drive, right, Kev? Double-click on that and look for anything Patapon. You know, get on the system, the system root menu and go to the search bar and put in Patapon 2. See what's happening and then just hit me up. DM me. It's no big deal. I just want to know if they're okay. I just want to know why this is happening. Because Patapon 1, of course, a proven success. It came out. I was the first to platinum it. I gave trophy advice for it. Awesome. I'm thanking the credits. No big deal. Where is Patapon 2? What has happened? And what do you need for Patapon 2 to come out? That's the other question, I guess. At what point do you want to tell us what your demands are? Because right now, PlayStation has a hostage. And I'll be dead in the ground if I'm going to let it go on any longer. Thank you, Kevin, for the one. Corey Barlock? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I don't know if you know this. We, there was a, I understand you were busy moving here. Mm-hmm. But when this Patapon 2 news megaton went off in mm, December during megaton, break, yes. I made a video, right, congratulating one Herman Hulst for making this happen. Of course, he gets mm. promoted all of a sudden. Guess what? There's Patapon news and shakeups over there. He, I thought he was the savior. I thought he shook the PlayStation tree. I was going to get this forbidden apple I've been denied my entire life. And in that video, I blamed Corey Barlog for doing nothing. Because, of course, Corey Barlog... <laughs> Corey- oh, go ahead. Corey Barlog, of course, he rose the ranks, right? He's the golden child over there. Oh, yeah. He shows yes. up to work in sweatpants. He just, he just tours... He's at CES. Make your fucking game, Corey. Do you not have... Is, is there not... Do you need help? Do you need somebody to come in and tell you that you should make God of War 2? Stop. <laughs> stop the world fucking tour. And that's the other thing, too. Corey Barlog rises up the ranks. He has all this power. And what's he do with it? He makes a documentary about himself. <laughs> Like, fucking throw the ladder back down, Corey. I don't know if he's the one making Throw the ladder back down, Corey. Stop posing for YouTube thumbnails. You know what I mean? Traveling the world. Help. Thank you, Kevin. Help get the small independent games out of the, the ether, the purgatory they're in. Patapon 2. Fuck you. Wait, which game? <laughs> Patapon 2? Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about God you're of War. You're crazy. What? No, God you're a crazy person. Oh, yeah, God of War is awesome. Have you ever game. seen Greg Miller play Patapon? It's terrifying. I think I tried playing the Patapon on Vita once, and I didn't get it. does something to him. Hmm. Makes me happy. I don't... It's not what it is. I'm with you, Greg. I'm with <sighs> you. I just... I feel like I'd rather Corey spend all of his time on God of War 2. All right, then can we just admit then what needs to happen? Mm-hmm. Take Patapon out of it. Maybe somebody should just... And that's the problem. It's Corey mm. thinks he's bigger than Jesus now that nobody can tell him what to do. Fair. He's just going to travel the world. He's going to go to CES. I'm sorry, Corey. Are you inventing a new television? Are you inventing a new tire for electric cars? You don't need to be at CES, Corey. All right? I see Andrea Renee on her Instagram stories riding luggage around. You don't need to be there, Corey. That's not going to help you make God of War. Hmm. Go there and make God of War. You know what I mean? Sit at your desk. Blow the dust off your computer. Talk to your team that's languishing, waiting for you to stop getting cool haircuts and tattoos. Love you, Corey. <laughs> I love God of War. Hello? Greg? Yeah, who is this? It's Alex. Okay, well, hold on. This is, this is live on a show. I thought, oh, I'm going to hang up on you now. You're live on a show. I thought you might be Corey Barlog. I'm yeah, mad I at Corey Barlog. Corey Barlog also. I got very excited. Me too. Well, it was an unknown number, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, oh, this is fucking Corey trying to call and start some shit. He's going to get it. You know what I mean? But as usual, too cowardly. Mm. Probably on a private jet, cucumbers on his eyes, not making a video game. I digress. 
Blessing, you're never getting God of War 2. Oh, and no. We're probably never getting Patapon 2. But other games will come out one day, but not today, except for these games. Where would the list be? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Well, I come down, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to tell you about our sponsor. All right, it's Mint Mobile. If you're still using one of the big wireless providers this year, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly onto you. Tim got this for his mom, and it's been a lifesaver. Easy plans, just paying for what she needs. Mint Mobile makes it easy for you to cut, to wi- cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. To get your wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com games. That's mintmobile.com games. Cut your wireless bill down to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com games. Out today, curated add-ons. Oh, sorry. Doom 2 is getting a bunch of stuff. Uh, Doom and Doom 2 is getting a bunch of stuff, including curated add-ons, 60 uh, FPS support, quick save functionality, and more are available now on all platforms in the latest update for the re-releases of Doom and Doom 2. That, of course, being Doom 1993 and Doom 2. Players can now download and play a curated list of megawads, including John Romero's Sigil. Sigil, actually. Uh, Frogwares is happy to announce that they have restored Sherlock Holmes' crimes and punishments to the PlayStation Store in the United States. If that doesn't make any sense to you, they say. After being removed due to a dispute from, with a previous licensee, hmm. Frogwares was concerned the game would, be, would not be salvageable due to various technical reasons, but a small internal team worked to rebuild the game for submission. That's awesome. That's a very cool thing. Yeah, Kevin, go really back wide. Cool. <laughs> oh. It's fine. I understand. I was right. still reading. Sorry. It's fine. Sorry. I just want when he says it's cool, you see Blessing. Yeah, you know what I mean? got it. All right. Uh, AO Tennis is on PC. Monster Hunter Iceborne is on PC. Uh, 140 is on Switch. Cooking Tycoon's 3-in-1 Bundle is on Switch. Thoth is on Switch. Pieces of Me Northbound is on PC. The White Door is on PC and Mac. Mythic Ocean is on PC. Nuclear Arms Race is on PC. Pinball Universe is on PC. Flirt Balls is on PC and Mac. Uh, this week, GTA Online introduces its first sports car of 2020, the Overflood Immorgan, uh, plus a bevy of double uh, reward across the entire Arena War series, all contact missions, and the adversary mode resurrection. Ooh. You, pl- you, just said you casually dropped a couple shows ago. Mm-hmm. You played a lot of GTA Online? Oh, I played a lot of GTA Online. Still? No, not still. Okay. No, I, haven't played. I haven't gotten heavy into it in a couple years, but uh, when it first dropped, for those first, like, let me say, three or four years... Wow, which is a long time. Uh, I was, I really uh, was into GTA Online. Wow, yeah, really liked it. <sighs> Me and Kevin tried, tried multiple so times. Hard. It's just we very complicated. So it's complicated. Very complicated. That's the thing. I probably would still be playing some of it if it, if, if it, it aged better. Easy. Like I, now that I go back to it, like after taking a break and going back to it and realizing how long the load times are and how long it takes to connect to people and how long it takes to go from being in a mission or in like a contact mission to finally being back out in the open world and starting up a new mission, it takes forever. Yeah, like it's 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 pretty bad actually but at the time like when it first came out like sure. that was a thing that i would look over because well, I mean, it the first game came itself on a ps3 and 360 right That's yeah crazy to think about exactly um 
But yeah, I, I freaking love GTA Online. Uh, Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Missions fifth free update is now available as well. New dates for you. Uh, Bookbound Brigade. Bookbound <laughs> Brigade. Uh, the side-scrolling action platformer starring legendary characters from history and literature from in Intara Games and Digital Tales begins chapter one on January 30th, 2020, releasing on, releasing on Switch, PS4, Steam, and Windows. Um, Borderlands 3 Malawan Takedown has an update as well. It reads, thank you for everyone for your patience as we work on the scaled takedown at Malawan, take, uh, Malawan Black Site event. Uh, we were unable to bring it to you during New Year's. If you weren't paying attention, they were going to have it where it scaled to however big your party was, but at the last second, they said they couldn't do it. Uh, but we are looking to start the event next week. From January 16th to January 30th, you will be able to look forward to a slightly easier takedown as you aim to grab as much of that loot as you can. If you've wanted to experience takedown at Malawan Black Site, uh, but we're having a hard time making progress or finding a party, this is the perfect opportunity to jump in and wreak havoc on Malawan's most elite soldiers and robots. After January 30th, we're bringing the event back up to its intended difficulty. Um, now it's time for Reader Mail. Will wrote in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, just like you can to get the show ad-free along with that exclusive post-show. Plus, just to show that you like us, that we're doing a good job all month January. It's all supporting the new studio, the new hires, the new shows, everything else. Uh, Will says, though, good morning, Blessing and Tim, because he forgot that I, nobody knew I was going to be here because Tim had to get his sleepy sleeps. With the announcement... That Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is... I said Kakarot. Okay. You, you All right. pronounced it fine. You did a great job, yeah. Greg. Thank you. Is expected to take 35 to 40 hours to finish and 80 to 100 hours to 100%. I am super hyped for this action RPG. I was wondering, are any of you also excited for this? And what are your expect expectations from the game? Thanks for all you do and congrats. Blessing. Dude, I, I am super excited for DBZ Kakarot. I, I actually asked Greg... I think it was yesterday. I was like, "Hey, was, can can we get a can we get a code?" I was very excited. Uh, you know, I, I have a lot of friends in the industry, a lot of friends now that work at Bandai Namco, mm -hmm. and for the first time in a long time, be able to hit them up, be like, "Hey, guess what? Somebody <laughs> works here, and they're excited for your games. Oh, dude, can we yeah. get this game?" Um, I I really like Dragon Ball Z games. Um, I was a huge fan of Budokai one through three and Tenkaichi <laughs> one through three. Like, Those are all the, good. Budokai Tenkaichi three is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Like I feel like those games don't get talked about enough. Um, Dragon well, Ball Fighters, I love. They're not great games. Tenkaichi Three is an excellent game. I will not allow anybody to tell me that wasn't a great game. He won't hear it. And Budokai Three, like those games are good. Like Budokai One, okay, you know that game wasn't great. I feel like great. there's a lot of flying with weird music that's really low for a lot of the games. Yeah, but like you're playing them for the fighting. You're not playing them for the yeah, music. No, I know. I agree. Mm -hmm. But there's also nothing around. Yeah, for the like the you know the the bigger ones. Like nothing the around, it's like in the environment. Or? Yeah, in the environments. I mean, if if you if you play in like the the cell games level, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. everything everything's like destructible. Like you can destroy that, um, like the cell games like tournament yeah, ring, yeah, yeah. right? And Just you can do like the, like the environments are pretty destructible. Like it's not like it's a fighting game, right? And so it's not populated with like actual things to yeah. really interact with. But I feel like for those games coming out on PS2, like the environments were destructible enough to where it's like, oh yeah, this cool. is this it is pretty was very cool. cool yeah. Um, and like I remember playing in like the city ruins level and like hiding hiding behind bit buildings and kind of playing hide and seek a little bit. Like I thought all that stuff was cool. Yeah. But um, uh, to answer your question, well, like I don't see, I don't even know what really I'm expecting gameplay wise because I've been on blackout for this game. Like I saw the first trailer, saw how how cool the art style looked, saw that it was covering the DBZ saga specifically, like starting from. Uh, I think Raditz up to Boo. I don't know if it's tackling anything before or after that, but like that right there is like prime Dragon Ball Z, right? Or prime Dragon Ball franchise because that is literally all of Dragon Ball Z. But you know, <laughs> if you look at Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Super, Dragon Ball Super, all that stuff, right? Dragon Ball Z is you know the sweet spot. That's the good stuff, right? If you're gonna man. make if you're good if you're gonna make an RPG, 
out of out of like one Dragon Ball era, Dragon Ball Z, boom, that's the one. Yeah, you gotta have Super Saiyan and not this ridiculous Super Saiyan four where yeah. they got these tails. Or- Even though like Tenkaichi three playing as Super Saiyan four Gogeta, you felt like a god. Right, it felt great. But um this is gonna be actually my first Dragon Ball RPG. Right. I didn't get to play the ones on Game Boy and there's not really been I don't think there's been any like major Dragon Ball RPG on console as far as I'm aware. Like there've probably been like a couple, but none that have really like been this big. And so I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I'm really looking forward to like the thing I like about Dragon Ball Z games is that I feel like with, with everyone they kind of um, they kind of reinterpret like the main stories, like reading different versions of the Bible. And so, and so I'm excited to see like you know how how they go about telling this story again. Um, no, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for this game. Yeah, the art style things- looks great. Uh, when E3 happened, I remember being like, oh, this is awesome. And then I forgot about it until yesterday. And then I watched like an hour of different YouTube videos. Yeah. And I'm real, really. The thing is, I've I've seen a little bit of gameplay, you know, while at PAX, actually. I was like passing by a Dragon Ball Z booth. And like, I saw people like exploring the open world. And some of it looked like it wasn't all that. The, the big complaint uh, during PAX and I, th- I think it was shown one of the, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. uh, was that the open world didn't feel populated enough. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me yeah, I was like but when I saw some gameplay. They did an hour long stream um, maybe like two months ago mm-hmm. where they went way way more in detail and they showed a lot more happening. Yeah, Andy, you're back. You're back there. I'm- yeah, I'm just really excited for this because I you okay. Know, you are I, too. What, one of my favorite things about Dragon Ball Z is the Cell Saga, and I'm hoping that takes up the majority of the game. Uh, Cell is, I think, one of the coolest really? villains. Really, you like the Cell Saga more than the Frieza Saga? I like Cell Saga more, but I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Only because that was when I I sort of came into being a Dragon Ball Z fan towards the tail end of the Frieza Saga, mm-hmm. and the Cell Saga is really where the the formative. Uh, development of me becoming a Dragon Ball Z fan took place, mm-hmm. uh, and everything from Cell to to, uh, to to the the future evolved forms. I think all of that storyline with Gohan learning uh, yeah. is really really dude. That's uh, when important. Gohan became my favorite character. Yeah, I I feel like Frieza Saga is so good, though. dude. The, yeah, the when, first like, time Goku turns Super Saiyan. Well, yeah, when uh, was it Krillin gets killed? Right? Somebody gets killed. It's I, been so I, I long think now. It gets, Krillin gets killed. I, probably, yeah. the, the... I think Piccolo gets killed for sure, right? Piccolo, Doesn't he? Does he lose his arm? And then isn't that I think he, he does lose his arm. He shoots it out again. But, like, Maybe. W- w- whatever. When, when Goku loses it, oh, man. So Great good. moments. Great yeah. show, Good dude. stuff. I'm really excited for Kakarot. Yeah, I can't wait for yeah. to try this out. And I, I, I was never a huge fan of the, of the Budokai games, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm hoping that this sort of, you know, uh, you know d- turns a new leaf in the, for the Dragon Ball franchise <laughs> gaming-wise. You know? Yeah. I mean, Dragon Ball Fighters already is probably the oh, best that's true, Dragon totally. Ball Z I, game I don't know. I, s- I see that differently just because it's, it's a fighting game, and mm-hmm. I feel like how can you go wrong with a Dragon Ball Z fighting game where it's just 1v1 sort of style mm-hmm. stuff? And I love watching that, watching those games at Evo, but I'm just excited for an actual RPG where you get yeah. to level up a character, power them up, find different move sets. I think it's really all super compelling. Yeah. It's time to squat up. This is where one of you writes in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Give me your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you and everybody has fun. Today, Mitchell George needs help on PlayStation 4. Mitchell's PSN is Turkey Trauma. It was formerly STRK14. And then he puts, thanks, Shuhei, for the PSN name change. I, and you you changed your name to Turkey, Turkey Trauma. Trauma. 
All right, Mitchell. Uh, RSC Borderlands 3 is a gift over the holidays, and I'm looking for some best friends to play through the game with. I'm usually online during the week from 7 to 10 Eastern and whenever on the weekends, but I'm flexible. <coughs> if you want to play Borderlands 3 on PS4 with Turkey Trauma, hit him up. Blessing. Yes. Can you believe it's episode 600? Not at all. Of Kind of Funny Games Daily. The one and only Kenny Ballou wrote in, of course, as he always does on a big old episode to give us the stats. Let me go into Kenny's report. Today, Thursday, January 9th, 2020, is the 600th episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily. Congratulations. I want to thank you all for the hard work with all the Kind of Funny Games 4.0 announcements. Blessing. Congrats. I can't wait to see what the future is for Kind of Funny Games Daily. This show specifically is such a daily staple for me and many others. There have been a total of 90 hosts of Kind of Funny Games Daily. Wow. For the regulars, the rankings are <coughs> number one, Greg, 436 shows. Number two, Tim, 203 shows. Number three, Andrea, RIP, 167 shows. Gary, 90 shows. Jared, RIP, 65 shows. Fran, 46 shows. Imran, 40 shows. Danny, RIP, 23 shows. Andy, 13 shows. Blessing at number 10 with Hmm. nine shows. Barrett, three shows. Nick, one show. God, what a desperate day that was when we had Nick on the show. I don't even remember that. I remember it was something... Happened like I, so I think a flight got canceled and like something had to happen. I know we've had a lot of guest hosts, but ninety. All right. Wow. Uh, for the. Huh? I was traveling. I forgot oh, and- my correct date. God <laughs> damn it, Andy. I don't remember Nick being on the show. Yeah, yeah. There was a day where I was. Uh, is a side mic up, Kevin? Shock no. mic up. So uh, it is actually. I was supposed to. Uh, I, I was flying in at a certain time, but I didn't put in the calendar when I was flying in. <laughs> and so uh, Tim calls me up and is like, "Hey, uh, you're supposed to be here for games daily." I was like, uh, "No, I, I'm in LA right now. I'm flying back right now." And he was like, oh, fuck, dude. Well, you didn't put it in the calendar correctly. And so Nick had to just fill in. <laughs> That's hilarious. God bless him. Uh, sh- kind of funny uh, spoiler cast for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Me and Nick up right now. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games for a buck. Uh, for the guests, though, uh, Kenny reports, Snowbike Mike has the lead now with five appearances. Also, Pertillo's been on the show 15 times. Six of those appearances have come since episode 500. Quite the streak he's on. <laughs> uh the show is run by one one of the hosts who reads the Roper Report segment uh, transitions, etc. The ranking for these are Greg, four hundred and thirty three shows. On Tuesday, Greg and Blessing wondered how many times he's hosted but not run the show three times so far. Whoa. Then it's Tim with sixty three, Andrew with thirty, Jared with twenty three, Imran with twenty, Fran with nineteen, Blessing with five. That's the number seven on the rankings right now. Oh wow! So Mike, Mike with three, then Danny, Chastity, Cheeks are all tied with one. Uh, for some advanced metrics, parentheses, okay, not really that advanced. This means that the rankings of percentage of shows run to hosted, uh, runs to shows hosted. So the times you've been on the show and hosted the show for kind of funny employees and part-timers is, I just did the top three, Greg, 99.3. Wow, that's impressive, says Kenny. We'll keep an eye on this stat now that Blessing's on board. But then Blessing's stat is 55.6%. Editors note this should be interesting to watch. And then Imran with a 50% average right now. Whoa. Right. Yeah, right. A ranking for those who have done the sound effects uh, for the show. Roper Report Jingle, Baker's Dozen. Kevin, 364 shows. Barrett, 115 shows. Cool Greg, 91 shows. Andy, 16 shows. Joey, 12 shows. Greg Miller's Industries, one show. <laughs> 
Some fun notes from Kenny, of course. In my 500th show email, I noted that both Fran and Gary hosted three shows before being announced as KF part-timers and suggested that following that logic, the next hire would be Anthony Gaius, Chastity, Snowbike Mike, Cheeks Jr., Belinda, or Imran, and wouldn't you know it, Imran was hired as a part-timer. Portillo is the famous child to be on Kind of Funny Games Daily, appearing 15 times total. However, he's not the only offspring to be on the show. Gary's daughter has now been on the show twice. June 26, 2019, to show off her snow leopard that she received for her birthday, and November 26, 2019, to discuss her thoughts on Pokemon. On September 24, 2019, Blessing and Xavier Woods hosted together for the first time. The show featured two black hosts. Xavier chanted, ABC, all black cast, ABC, ABC. A, c- a couple of Imran stats since he was hired as a part-timer since the, the last email. Like I said below, before, he's hosted three times prior to being hired. His first appearance was November 7th, 2018. Since his first show, August since his first show, August 23rd, 2019, after being hired, Imran has hosted 37 more times, running the show 20 of those times. Hmm. On August 27th, 2019, Imran hosted with Andrea. However, he was not scheduled to host that day. Fran was scheduled to host, but stayed up till 4 a.m. playing control and didn't remember he was supposed to host. <laughs> I love that stat. Uh, the week of October 21, 2019 through October 2015, uh, I'm sorry, October 25th, 2019, Imran hosted the show every day. Tim wondered how often this has happened. Imran is the fifth host to ever do that, but was the second host to run the show all five days that week. Greg has hosted every day of the week 39 times, not counting holiday or shortened weeks. Tim hosted every day of the week three times, but did not run the show each of those days. Hmm. Danny hosted every day for one week, uh, but did not run the show. And Blessing hosted every day of the week once so far during his chaos up-and-comer week. Blessing ran the show three of those days. Imran hosted on December 13th, 2019, which was his birthday. It was the fifth time a host has worked the show on their birthday. The previous times were uh, Tim hosted with Andrea, June 30th, 2017. Andrea hosted with Greg, August 1st, 2017. Greg hosted with Tim, April 27th, 2018. And Andrea hosted with Greg on August 1st, 2018, her birthday again. Holiday outfits were a big part of the show in 2019. For Halloween, the jack o lantern suit was worn by someone every day of October, except for October 25th and October 28th, when Imran couldn't find the suit. <laughs> <laughs> the closet. For Christmas, the Santa suit was worn most days of December by Greg, Imran, or Blessing, except for December 9th, when Greg wore the Ghostbusters Christmas sweater, December 12th, when Imran only wore the Santa hat, and December 13th, when Snowbike Mike, Snowbike Mike and Imran both eschewed the suit. Ladies and gentlemen... First off, thank you to Kenny Ballou, of course, for keeping these insane stats and little figures. We love it so much. Thank you all for supporting this show so much that we can get to 600 episodes of it. That is gosh darn crazy. Yeah. Blessing, I expect to see you all over those numbers next time around. Or looking fine. forward to it. Okay, good. Uh, time for You're Wrong. If you're watching live on Twitch.tv slash games, you go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on YouTube.com slash games, roosterteeth.com, podcast services around the globe. Uh, Moogle of the Sky says Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are sequels to Sun and Moon the first mm. game to have sequels to each game rather than a third game in the series was Black and White Black 2 White 2 okay interesting Alex Russ says just for clarification Pokemon Sword and Shield is getting a free update to have access to the old Pokemon being implemented and won't have to purchase the expansion pass for the ones that you know you could put in for your bank or whatever and mm. then Tagless 2 says kind of breaking news for Blessing King's Canyon is coming back in a new event in Apex Legends called Grand Soiree Arcade Event. Ooh. Quote, kick off the decade in style with a new mode every two days, seven limited time rotating modes total. Earn fabulous rewards with our challenge scorecard and dress to impress with all new cosmetics. See you there. Let's go. Of course, Apex Legends, your 
number one vote for what should be kind of funny's game. Are those really all the Yurongs? I oh we edited I I went as okay. I went I deleted ones that are doubles. Oh, okay. We read some gotcha. in the middle of it. I was shocked there was nobody that that um, clarified who died in the Frieza saga of Dragon. Oh Ball. no, they definitely did. Oh, I just did? thought that was super was cool. nerd crap and oh, okay. You know what I mean? Super. Nerd I th crap. I think it's important, but that's fine. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not important. This has been kind of funny games daily. Remember, you can come back tomorrow. Blessing will be hosting with Tim, unless Tim sleepy from talking about his pocket monsters. Oh. oh. What color of fingernails does Pikachu have in the new one? That's what he'll be saying. I don't fucking understand. Uh, remember, you can watch the show live, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. You can watch it later, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and podcast services around the globe. Most importantly, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Submit your questions, comments, concerns, everything under the video game sun. Plus, get the show ad-free and with the exclusive post show we're about to do right now. What are we going to talk about? Sea of Thieves and can a game come back from the dead? Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, follow Blessings Dad on Twitter. And oh, it's. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's been our pleasure to serve you.